Not content with your content? You've come to the right place. The Discontent Show with Joe Kuzma. Every brand starts with a story. Here's how you can grow your business by sharing it. Now, with today's topic, the host of The Discontent Show, Joe Kuzma. Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Discontent Show. My name is Joe Kuzma. I'm here with your tips and tricks and actually more or less a reminder or a notification or alert uh, in the event that in your neck of the woods, things are returning at least somewhat back to normal. That means maybe um, some businesses are starting to open up, however that may look, whether it's an outdoor patio, whether you're allowing customers in your store. This is really no different than the rest of this uh, coronavirus pandemic and the changes to our plans and processes, which have occurred over the last several months. And now I'm here to remind you that there's more housekeeping to do because... Well, there may be some customers out there that are looking for your hours, for example, and I'm finding this more and more frequently that I'm not familiar with what's going on, depending on the places that I go to, and it's kind of, it's a shame too, because it's even something where you know, these are big national chains and they're not communicating. And sometimes they have local uh, business profiles, whether it be on Facebook or Twitter, etc. Or maybe they're just a, a smaller shop, like we call the mom and pops, right? And in that case, we need to let people know, we need to let people be aware of what any type of revised hours may be, some type of alert on your website. Because again, you may have changed these hours or maybe you just overlooked it entirely to begin with when all of this stuff started to go down. And now it's time to look at it once again, because in some cases, you know, businesses, they they changed hours so they could restock shelves. They changed hours or they changed to only being carry out if you're in the food service industry. Maybe the indoor dining experience is still closed or maybe it's opening back up or maybe it's on a stagger delay, you're not opening at the same time as others, whatever may be the case, whatever's going on out there in the world, we all know that there's uh, different circumstances that apply depending on the businesses that you're in. So there's some different things that you can do in order to inform your customers. Obviously, if you have a good social media platform, one of the big things I would do is you need to go on Facebook. You need to edit any type of hours of your business. Make sure that it's also posted. If you don't want to go in and actually do this on the about page, you you should probably just remove any type of hours completely then. Uh, If this is something that's going to fluctuate and it may get forgotten from, you know, day to day or week to week at this point, as some of us are operating. However, uh, it doesn't take much time or effort to remember to just post something. When you post something on Facebook about your hours, let's say you're closing at nine instead of eight now, or you're returning to being open on certain days, maybe you were closed on Tuesdays, and now you're open again. These are things that you need to be able to apply and put out there on social media. And of course, when you do that and people people are going to probably look at you for your Facebook page, it's a powerful search engine. It's something that's probably going to rank higher even in Google search uh, for your name or if you're looking for something, let's say it's cookies, for example, and you happen to sell cookies. Hey, uh, you're going to show up higher probably with your Facebook page, maybe even your Google profile, which is a, a very important one. If you've never set this up, you need to claim your business on Google. You need to claim your map location and you need to make sure 
sure that you edit any type of hours that are on there as well if you're going to go the full way with this. Otherwise, uh, what you're probably going to ex uh, expect from some of this is, is for people, even like myself, a lot of people are going to go and look for this themselves, and they may not be you know, uh, looking in the right places, or they may not be able to find the information or the information is going to be incorrect. What that means is your phone's going to be ringing off the hook when it comes to trying to disseminate this information that could easily be put on social media or otherwise to inform people and help them kind of find that information on their own rather than taking up some of your time. And what might be the best way to do this, you may ask? Well, it all depends on the medium that you're doing it on. Of course, on your website, if you have a blog or a news area, even somewhere on your homepage where you can notify anyone, any of, of your visitors of any changes that you have to your processes. Let's say you have like uh, curbside pickup, for example. That's a great way to have it there just in case someone glances on it and, and social media and then you know how social media works. Uh, once you post it a day or two or or even a half hour later, you can't find the post, but maybe they at least remember that they saw it from so-and-so's place and they'll go to your website. Now, if you're doing this on social media, I do have some actual uh, strategy that you might want to try with this. Of course, you could always just post whatever text you could throw it out there uh, on Facebook, but I do recommend find an image. There's plenty of free image sites. Don't go on Google because Google images, some of that might be uh, rights or rights managed where uh, basically, it's a photo you have to pay for and you just don't know it. You don't want a big company like Getty Images coming after you. But there's uh, plenty of free image websites if you... Uh, look at that. Even some of the sites that do sell stock images, uh, they do provide some for free, but usually, even in the case of the free sites such as Pexels or PixaBay, those sites, uh, the, sometimes it's uh, limited depending on what you're looking for. Uh, but hopefully you have something like uh, like that that you could find there, like a, a stock image, or even just take a picture if you have a nice lobby, the outside of your building, a sign, even just uh, your, your logo. Go uh, put on a nice uh, if if it's on white put it on a nice white square and then when you do that with the accompanying text that is going to draw more attention now on Facebook you have a little bit more unlimited room to type in what you need to type in if it's going to be a very very long kind of spiel I wouldn't put that necessarily into a, an actual Facebook post. You could uh, just uh, direct people to a link to your website or, uh, and I hate doing this because I know it's not fancy, but sometimes uh, it's it's what works. You know, it's form versus function. If you have something like Evernote, Microsoft Word, if you just take even like a screen capture of what you've typed in one of these, uh, even like an app on your phone, and then use that image. You could crop it out a little bit just to, you know, get rid of like the time and stuff like that. So that's not on your screen. Uh, but it allows you to put a little more text if you're doing something on Twitter. Whereas you're going to run past the Twitter, what is it, 280 character limit. Uh, of course, a link would circumvent that too, and a link would also just embed everything. So you want just an image on your uh, on your actual blog post of your website that could get kind of sucked or pulled into that post, and it'll show that preview. Otherwise. 
uh, just stick with the image and you can put anything that you would want on there. It could even be as simple as like an open sign, uh, one of those blinking signs. Now, that's important. I know I said Facebook and Twitter, but if you're posting this stuff somewhere else, uh, more than likely, probably not LinkedIn, but Instagram, I know a lot of people are out on that and you have to have some type of photo and at least your branding and message would be consistent across all the platforms because you need to have a photo or an image in order to post something to Instagram, of course. And Instagram doesn't really have, I actually, all of them do have some sort of limit when we're talking about like 15, 1600 characters or 3000 characters. Uh, if you're typing that much, God bless you. That's more than what uh, most of these news reports or any type of editorial article, unless it's like a big feature. Like I think of myself like reading an old Sports Illustrated in something that's six to 10 pages long as a feature probably took somebody like six uh, months to a year in order to write the entire uh, feature for just that cover uh, uh, feature of the article for that month. But uh, I don't think you're going to be writing anything that's that in depth. So, uh, and of course you want to kind of keep it simple. It's the old kiss method. K I S S keep it simple, sweetie, stupid, whatever we want to call it, but you want to keep it, you want to make it simple because this day and age, everyone's just flying around on the internet, whether it's uh, they're scrolling with the mouse wheel or they're flicking with their finger, you want them to stop and see your message. And I mean, that's just as important whether or not we're talking about updating and informing people on new business practices and processes uh, that you're going through or just any everyday, like pretend this didn't happen. That's still a good uh, strategy to follow when you're posting to social media. So uh, I hope some of this served as maybe a notice, at least uh, just to go back and refresh and look at some of your information and make sure that that stuff is all up to date. Of course, it's always a good idea to look at that. Like, did you change phone numbers? Did you get rid of some phones? Maybe you had to trim back, cut back on some different bills. You disconnected it for some reason. Uh, uh, change providers, you know, uh, things like that happen too. So that's still a little bit of the spring cleaning, but this was more or less just kind of a refresher because of some of the things that I've seen, uh, not only personally, but with some of my uh, own clients here where, hey, we got to let everybody know what's going on. It's, uh, are you closing early this day? Are you doing this? Are you doing that? Because you get upset and annoy people. And, uh, you know, there's a there's a place around the corner I protect the guilty, but, uh, you know, pick up some fast food or pick up some lunch. And I swear they've changed their process like three different times in three different days. And I understand that they're working out or ironing out the kinks and trying to figure out what works best for them. But just let people know. People aren't going to be as upset if they know. Like if you require someone to wear a mask to be able to come into your establishment, let's say you have a brick and mortar place, you're not offering like an actual service, or you are actually offering a service, you could let people know how you're practicing safety. Um, same thing goes like if you have the lobby, like I was just talking about wearing a mask, like how many people are allowed inside? I know a lot of uh, places you have to have this posted on the door now, of course, but these are things that you could also put and post out on social media just to give everyone a heads up before they arrive because you don't know how far out somebody's coming to visit you as well. So this always helps. And, and then, of course, if you're service-based too, uh, you got to let everybody know the precautions or whether or not you're going to enter someone's home and, and perform like like work on some services. We've had some of that too. And you know, that's everyone's prerogative as a private business owner to do as they feel is safest and best for them. And of course their family or whoever they may be providing for. But these are just some avenues of which you could uh, acknowledge and let everyone know what's going on and you know, uh, how many, what kind of changes you're going through and nothing, nothing is wrong or you can never be wrong with being honest. I should say 
it might ruffle some feathers. I know there's some people, you've got any side of the argument when it comes to for or against wearing a mask. But if you take a hardline approach or if it's just something you suggest, just be careful in the way that you express it, the words that you use. Uh, of course, uh, the, this is, you know, a time, a, a period of time where, you know, we're sensitive to a lot of different things. And you just want to be careful. Um, you know, you're not always going to make everyone happy, but you know, you got to do not only what's best for you, but what's also right by your customers or clientele too. So uh, that's there's nothing, there's no harm, absolutely nothing wrong with just being honest upfront and saying that and mentioning that maybe word for word <laughs> when you announce these sorts of things. So uh, I hope this was an informative episode. I hope it helped you out. If you're looking for any help on how to to reach more people with your specific message. I'm always available over on my website at joekuzma.com. And uh, don't forget, if you're listening to this somewhere where it allows you to, don't forget to subscribe, like, comment, or even leave a review. I appreciate it very much. And until next time, I encourage all the listeners, as I always do out there, to be safe, be good, and we'll catch you later. Hi, folks. This is Joe Kuzma. <laughs> no, don't worry. You're not hearing things twice. I'm just here to say from the bottom of my heart, thank you for listening to today's show and being a follower and subscriber of the Discontent Podcast. And I want to remind you that if you're interested in more information about all the various things it is that I do, whether it be about this show, content marketing, or you want to ask a question, you may visit me at joekuzma.com. That's J-O-E-K-U-Z-M-A dot com. Or you can follow me as well on Facebook. Make sure you get the page and not the personal profile. Sorry, it's only for friends and family. Also on Twitter at Joe underscore Kuzma, LinkedIn or Instagram. Also, don't forget, if you haven't already, subscribe, whether that be on iTunes, YouTube, or your favorite podcast provider so you don't miss out on any of the great episodes that we have. Once again, thank you again for your support. And I look forward, as always, to speaking and interacting with each of you again soon.